but recently I I always follow the rockets thing, the Elon Musk. Yeah. So there's one guy, is a the astronaut. He made a, a video to explain the the rocket engines designed by Russians. It's amazing. Russians really smart. Oh yeah. Really, they design things crazy. The rocket engines. Even the United States, the the RD one eighty that rocket engine is coming from Russia. The the main engine right now they are using today. Yeah, Russians are a very interesting yeah, mixture of smart but also really irresponsible yeah. and also retarded at the <laughs> same time. So they design great stuff. They do, but they also uh, Russians have this culture of I don't care about stuff. So for example. Russia is the only, you know the um, the hydrogen collider in Switzerland where they shoot a particle. Oh yeah, that thing. Um, yeah, at super uh, speed, like higher than the speed of light, yeah. and they collide it and they see if it makes a black hole yeah. or something. Yeah. So Russia has one, and Russia is the only country on the planet where a guy stood in the way of the particle and got it in his head. Really? And the reason why this is very Russian. So Russians are smart enough to build a particle collider. Yeah. We, we can do that. But then Russians are not smart enough to turn on the safety light in the passageway to show yeah. that the particle is on. So this engineer, he needed to go repair something in the tunnel, and he tells um, the software people, mm. can you turn off the particle? Mm. I'm going to be there in five minutes. Uh, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, but they're Russian, so they forget to turn it off. He goes down there. The light bulb for the safety mm. has burned out weeks ago. So it's off because the light bulb is dead. So he's like, oh, it's off. They turned it off. So, so he walks in. Uh, yeah, and he gets the particle in his head. He survived, actually, which is But crazy. that thing, but it's so tiny. Or it, the, yeah. It's, it's, it won't do any damage. Maybe we it, have. It, it did. It, what's crazy is that it released so much radioactive energy, but it went so fast that it went through his head and it released the, radi like the bulk of the radioactive yeah. energy after it exited his head. But in the end, he was left with some, um, it's like he had a stroke, yeah. you know, and he yeah. needed medical help, but he survived. But th that's, that's the thing with Russians is like, okay, well, yeah, we'll make the stuff really smart, but then we'll, like, fuck it up <laughs> by forgetting to change the light bulb, you know. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the Russian so way. This, yeah, so this guy, kind of a great experience. Yeah, it's kind of, you have the, the fighter jets. The fighter jets is amazing. So there's Russian fighter jets. Yeah, fighter jets like uh, jet fighters. So no. Oh, I yeah. Know. No, it's amazing. So there, there's like uh, what is the Su fifty seven, like uh, Su fifty seven. They have two or three very famous design bureau. To, they they make the 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 best of the. But right now they are kind of Americans. They are way behind because they have electronic stuff, the computer technology is way behind Russia. Otherwise, they're still maneuvering capability is still Russian. Really? Yeah, those um, like uh, jet fighters. Like in, in China, we always studied that, that kind of you have. I mean, that's good, but we, we know what's better. It's making a company that other people use, like Apple. Like, I, I'd prefer if... Uh, if I ran a country, I wouldn't focus so much on making my planes the best. I'd focus <laughs> on making a company where other countries buy my things uh, so that instead of shooting other countries yeah. to my planes, I'd rather sell them my products. Yeah. But when you have, like, Americans, when they have a lot of money, then they have good, great companies, 
they they put aside a lot of money to do the research. They produce the F twenty two, the best fighters. Yeah, jet fighters. Do, I don't know why. What's the point of fighting? It's I don't get it. The the dominance. Dom. I don't understand. Dominance to me is your ability to sell people useful things. Job to one. Just leave it aside. Are you done eating already? Yeah, I am. I'm very full. Everything was very good. It was very good. I love this chicken. No, um, dominance isn't about being aggressive. To me, it's about being friendly in such a way that you can offer your services to as many people as you can. That's the artist's the way of thinking. It's not realistic. In the real world, you know, it's like, right now, that's why they say China is kind of a little bit, kind of a competitor, or like they say, a threat to the West. The West is too strong, too big. The economy is like the second in the world already. You know, it's, um, if you don't have the economy, you don't have the power. Well, China now has more wealthy people than America. And they're uh, making more new billionaires than uh, America and Beijing is the city with the most billionaires. Yeah. So it's pretty much almost won the first place. But back to the arts, it's like, uh, mm -hmm. but what, like um, the, the Time magazine, is that the 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 cover the people like you you do what it was a time person of the year uh, issue of 2014 mm -hmm. and um you know every year they pick a time person yeah. of the year based on what is most popular yeah. that year so that year was putin which they made me paint because i'm russian even though i don't like putin <laughs> i'm russian so i have to paint putin that's how it works but i don't mind i mean the, to work for time magazine was something that was such a like a distant dream and the fact that I got it immediately was like pretty much a miracle it was uh it was so unbelievable that when I got the email I, I was at the art atelier in California and I showed it to my teachers and they're like oh no way that's like a scam so yeah, I submitted the email to the there's like a scam button or whatever yeah on gmail so I yeah. submitted it to this is a scam <laughs> But then the guy kept responding, and I realized it's real, and uh, it was uh, very scary for me because uh, I was brand new to trying to be an artist, and this opportunity was like 10 years off. It was about 10 years too yeah. early. Yeah. That's um, crazy, yeah. No, but in life, if somebody uh, shows up, they give you the opportunity, you, you have to take it, even though you're uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, the more uncomfortable opportunities you're taking on, the faster you're growing and the more you grow into the opportunity. So at the start of my art career, I was always uh, doing things that I'm not uh, supposed to be doing. Like I'm not, I've never done something like that or I don't know how to do it. Is, I don't digi know if it's is it digital or the, is it dig not digital? The Time Magazine was still digital okay. and that was the last digital painting I ever made. After that, I never made another one. Actually, until now, because now I'm making an NFT collection, but it's going to be released under a fake name and nobody will know, okay. so it's going to be okay. But the, do they pay you really well for that commission? At the time, I thought it was uh, it was the most I got paid at the time, which was 3,000 US dollars, okay. and it seemed like a lot. 
and now it doesn't seem yeah, like a lot. Yeah, exactly. Because things but uh, more, most important, the recognition, you know, is the recognition of the is the magazine the uh, prestige. Yeah, it was it was a really huge honor. Uh, it was really unbelievable that they gave me that opportunity. And the way it happened is, I happened to paint a, a little painting of Putin a couple of years before that. They found it. They liked it. And I respect them for one thing is. In most arts, it's all a popularity contest. Yeah, it's nothing yeah. to do with how good you are, yeah. which is the frustrating thing about it, especially in Canada. Yeah. In Canada, it's actually... It's if you fit the current marketing narrative is, is what makes you a yeah. famous artist. It's nothing to do with your art. Uh, but I respect Time Magazine. They found an unknown artist. Yeah, exactly. said, this so, guy is good. Yeah. We'll take a chance. If it doesn't work out, we'll get somebody else. They hire multiple people to make a cover at the same time. They don't tell, uh, like they tell you, like, oh, you're the only guy on, on Earth. But really, they actually hired four or five artists for the same cover. Yeah. They don't tell any of us. And then at the end, they pick the best one. And the best one was mine, luckily. But I really respect them. They took an artist nobody knew. They said, this guy's good. He deserves a chance. And that's really rare because now in art, you know, you uh, you approach some some uh, celebrities or wealthy people and they get into a conversation with you to do some art, mm -hmm. but then they end up like then they the conversation dies of course mm -hmm. and then later on you see oh they bought a new artwork and it's some like modern art monstrosity that mm -hmm. like took ten minutes for somebody to make and you check the artist and it's like oh okay so he's he's at the the gallery that makes them feel a certain way. And it's not about the work itself. Um, so that's what's disappointing about the, the art thing. Is it's not a meritocracy. It's more of a popularity contest. And if you're popular, you get more popularity yeah, from yeah. that. You get more of what you already have. I, I'm really interested you mentioned that meritocracy. meritocracy. Yeah. It's like um, I just read an article like from like Tanya. Like she came to the restaurant, she wrote an article, really nice article on the medium.com. Never realized that there's a website called medium.com, like a substack. It's called medium.com. It's for blogging, isn't it? Yeah, it's blogging. So yeah. like she visited and uh, she had a conversation with me. She wrote, wrote a nice article about me. So I read her I read her other articles. One is about this one. She wrote so long about the the meritocracy. Meritocracy. Yeah, meritocracy. And that one is, I get this thing in the United States is probably gonna kind of separate the left and the right, I guess. Because uh, uh, yeah, right now meritocracy is not in its best shape right now. Yeah, it's, but um, it's more on the right side, right? It's, it's more the, the conservatives yeah, believe conservative, in meritocracy yeah. and the liberals yeah. believe in the virtues. Yeah, believe in. I haven't yeah. quite figured it out yet myself, <laughs> but they definitely are not about meritocracy. Yeah, because that thing is like. The, the the lady like she wrote the article like a uh, super long like I read the almost like several pages long like yeah. on the medium.com but I did I she think defend meritocracy or? I think she she's against but she's my best friend now it's really my friend like like she kind of two friends her husband and a friend it's amazing like we like she wrote a really nice article on that one about me like our meeting and then I, this one. Uh, she's on the left side for sure. Uh, in Canada, most people on the left side. So yeah. she was. She wrote a really long article and against that uh, 
meritocracy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, but, I like to read it because yeah. I'm. I'd be curious how some how to argue against meritocracy yeah. means giving the result to the person that performed the best. Yeah. Whereas non meritocracy means giving the result to the person that you think needs it more. Yeah. <laughs> so um, you will see. Do you know the Canada we produce in Canada? It's, it's amazing. Canada is a, the country with the population of 30 some million. 32. 30, yeah. It produced a lot of uh, great people. Like, uh, you know, there's a professor called uh, uh, Jordan Peterson. Peterson yeah. Yes, yeah. I um, guess he's. God saw this, his friend. He's actually a teacher right over there. Yeah, yeah. He's also well known. Yeah, he will be 100% on this thing because it's like when you say equal is not the equal treatment it depends you need to reward the effort or whatever things right like uh, i i watched some of his uh the speeches and his argument with the the british lady what is the is the host it was amazing got a lot of yes, 40 yes. million 50 million views on the youtube well you know for example at harvard university um they punish asians by reducing um so same when you apply to Harvard yeah. and they see your face. Yeah. Because you have your face, you yeah. deserve to. Um, you have to score 130 points extra because of how your face looks, which I think is called racism, but they think is called progress. Um, and the reason why is that um, they feel like there's too many Asian people at Harvard. But what they don't take into account is that Asian people, on average, study 2.5 times as much per yeah. week. Yeah as non-Asian people do, which I think they deserve to get a result for that time that they spent. Um, so that's what I mean by uh, meritocracy and that it's not in the best shape right now. So I feel like there's some people putting in effort and they're getting punished uh, for the effort that they put yeah, in. A lot of people think you have to be equal, right? But some people think the equal output, that would be a... Yeah, I, I see. That's that's really really interesting thing. Before, I think most artists, people, well, don't artists don't agree with me. Um, exactly, most artists, artists would kill well, me. No, yeah, exactly. A lot of artists they would be totally on the left, right? Extremely, yeah. violently, aggressively. So yeah. they would uh, cry if they heard me talk. Which I, I still I talk what I think, and uh, they don't like me a lot of the time, and that's fine. Um, Oh, I I thought like uh, a lot of artists are like you now. <laughs> oh no no no! Artists are uh, not. They're very, still on the left. Uh, they're still a lot of. Yeah yeah yeah. It's uh, I don't know why, but but the left is changing as well. It's uh, it's before I'm I'm from like I came here only 15 years ago. So as I said, I spent a lot of time um, spent a lot of time like uh, learning English by watching those kind of debates or the the topics. Uh -huh. to, to listen to people talk, to have their opinions. I see both sides. For me, I don't care about left or right. My first... Uh, balanced view. Yeah. Also, for me, I want to learn French, uh, English. So <laughs> <laughs> the opinion is not so important to me. <laughs> but I, I realized, like, um, before we call progressive, right? Like, f coming from, like, uh, like uh, this kind of strong mentality like Russia or China, right? Little bit strong mentality. Mm -hmm. So we like the progressive actually at the beginning. I really like the progressive is caring, like more equal, everything. And also they kind of um, have a lot of, they defend for a lot of rights. But right now it's kind of changed. Right now, like the, 
they kind of on the people, a lot of people on the academic field or some people on the really on the left side or like they kind of more authority. They, they like more authority. They discipline people. They, they kind of discipline the same group of people. They 10 years ago, they were like, we need to have like this. We fight for this, fight for that. We, we need a diversity of opinion. Exactly. You can only have our opinion. Exactly. <laughs> That's what diversity of opinion when I when, when I started learning English, that was the thing attracted me a lot. They, they like the diversity, right? You, That's what have, attracted me too. And I, yeah. the only time I've ever voted in my yeah. life was for liberals. Yeah. And then I feel like things have gone weird in the last two years. <laughs> Seriously. Because I really like the idea of yeah. diversity of opinions. Yeah. Like, exactly. I like that. Yeah. But that's not what it's we're not doing happening. now. Yeah. Not, exactly. That's not the program. When I went to university, I think it was still fine, you know, but... Uh, now I hear uh, you just like have to have a certain opinion. If you, I, the the point is like if you say stupid things, you you see, let him say stupid things. People won't believe him. That's all, right? It's fine. You just you can you don't want to shut hey, shut you, you up. You should let people yeah, express exactly. their opinions yeah, that are wrong because it's good for you because then that person reveals to you that yeah. they're not a person that yeah. you want to associate yeah, exactly. with. Exactly. So and you don't like yeah. yeah, and if you make this environment where oh you're only allowed to have uh, like ABC opinion, yeah, yeah. then everybody's hiding and the result is that you don't know if the person you're talking to is a person that you could get along with because everybody's pretending. Right? Yeah, right now it's crazy. It's like a, it's kind of it's kind of opposite what I learned at the beginning. I thought like we're living in different world. Like at the beginning, I really like okay, that's great. Like uh, you have different voice, and then you maybe your opinion I don't like, but you should have right to see whatever you want to say. That's what they defended at the beginning. Now they're doing okay. If I don't like this, you better shut up. <laughs> that's that's kind of. It's, it's yeah. th they're doing like 180 degree opposite. It's kind of interesting. So well, I'm glad I'm not the only person that feels uh, confused because uh, as I'm confused I'm, totally. I'm learning English. English is not my first language, but <laughs> they're confusing you. <laughs> it's confusing, actually. It's kind. Of, I still listen to a lot of those kind of uh, stuff. Like some of them not making sense. You sometimes you need to make sense, right? I, I still like that. What I liked about Canada when I showed up from Russia, Russia was a bit more racist, a bit yeah. more sexist. We show up to Canada, and Canada said in the year two thousand when we arrived, Very Canada tolerant, said, right? "Very nice. Everybody's equal. Everybody's going to get the same thing. Everybody has a chance to do anything." And I, and over time, as I lived in Canada as a kid, I was like, "Yeah, I, I understand this value. I really like it, and I want to stand behind this value." And now it's like. Uh, my friend is applying for an art competition in Montreal, which art competitions in Montreal are the worst. Ever. Like, it's just the worst. So he's applying for an art competition, and it literally says, you must be a person of color. Like, this is a no-white people competition. Yeah, so he, he can't apply to that one. He's applying to another one. Then there's a questionnaire. As Like, you put your art, then there's a questionnaire. Wait a minute. For, don't worry about your art. We have some questions for you. Uh, are you transgender this that are you ethnic are you a refugee are you like at least handicapped or disabled like and my friend is there is like i'm they're like are you female at least and he's like i'm a guy i'm sorry <laughs> yes like are, are you you're white is like, yeah i'm white so okay so then he clicks off the thing doesn't he can't even complete the uh, so that's, that's how it works yeah. and the art is art like uh, it's art is art like uh, 
express yourself, right? The, I, I guess that's the thing. It's really weird. I think the like a lot of artists, like if they are true artists, they should be able to express themselves, and also they should support the people who express themselves, right? That's the. It, the art is a form of expression, yeah, right? And it, also, who is expressing it, or what color, gender, or sexual thing they are. Like, for example, I'm actually judging a competition right now, a British competition. Yeah. And I open my because uh, uh, they, they have an app where you get all the submissions. Yeah. So I open the person. I don't read a single word of their thing. Yeah. Zero words. I don't even read their name. They write all this like about their feelings yeah. and all their like. Skip all that. I go straight to the art. Uh, I have no idea who the hell they are. I don't care if it's a turtle or a cat. Like I don't care. I look at the art. Is it good or not? That's what yeah, makes sense to me. It's the that's the thing that you know the, the, the in front of every the the like judicial court you have the justice lady right lady justice like the has to be blindfolded right. I guess you know when you judge you have to be blind. You don't see. Those kind of white, the black, or the Asian, you know, the you know, you, you have to be want to be fair. You have to kind of they kind of excuse your, you know, whatever the, the blind, you know, the that's the thing. Fifteen years ago, I came here like saying, this is a great idea. You have yeah, the justice lady, like you, yeah, you you close your eyes and then to judge by the merits, right? Everything based on merits instead of. You know, instead of like, uh, like all these kind of other criteria,s you have to check this, check that. You know, because now it's all about being um, fashionable, right? So every company, government, politician, artist, all people want to do is they want to signal how fashionable they are to other humans. You know, yeah. so everybody just wants to do what's popular. And then, uh, as an artist, if you don't do what's popular, well, then that might be difficult. But uh, I think a lot of people will still appreciate it. That's crazy. It's yeah. Right now, I'm still learning English, so I'm I'm just get really confused a lot of times. Like this, like what they believed ten years ago. Now it's the opposite. And really, like the word you said, the Mario, Mario meritocracy. Yeah. yeah, that's I have from pronouncing this word. Meritocracy. Yeah, I will send you the article. Well, you won't need this word in five years. There'll be no meritocracy, so you won't need it. Don't worry about it. It's a, it's a, it's great because I understand that when I read the article from the friend Tania, I understand like uh, he wants to say like this is not correcting the society, but uh, it's a very long article, and I I learned a lot of from that because I want to see. Sometimes, like, what is the reasoning behind? I, I probably can follow you that article. It's really put a lot of effort. I'll be very yeah. curious yeah. because. But sometimes you see people in, in Chinese community as well. We have WeChat groups. Sometimes people argue. <laughs> like, we have five five hundred people. Five hundred people in the same group. We call the five hundred friends or something. Or some else? some people you never know. Some some people in the this five hundred people they never speak. They never talk anything. They never say anything in the group. They just. But how did they get in this group? Is it uh, somebody a invited? No, somebody invited. It's uh, this group specifically. It's kind of the Montreal Chinese IT pro IT professionals. So oh, all uh -huh. in, like I'm one of them. So people they invite them into group, but 
like in of the 500 people, only 20 or 30 people, they, every day they say something, they write something in the group. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we have a little bit argument on one thing, like one news event came out. So happened one news and then people saying opinion on this side and people opinion and on that. If you disagree with yeah, this, you're a bad yeah, person, yeah. And you have to think what I think. Or yeah, you're exactly. Bad. Sometimes you will see regarding China, regarding United States and Canada, sometimes those people thinking like they just cannot talk to each other. Like there's no middle ground at all sometimes. Like uh, even like uh, that make me think like the in United States or Canada, the left, right, they don't have even you want to see their reasoning, but sometimes when when they put out all these reasonings, you just don't want to see. You don't understand. Sometimes all the people you see there, but if you don't have that uh, like uh, ideas, like you want to be left or right, you probably will see this guy is kind of crazy, kind of. Well, you shouldn't say, "Oh, I'm left or right." You should say, "I'm a person." Exactly. And present your yeah. argument yeah. to me, and yeah. then I will. Yeah, take this argument or not based on what you tell me exactly and then you could have a mix of them yeah. and then some would be traditionally left some would be traditionally right and you're going to get some sort of mix but yeah what i don't like about today is that people have put themselves into categories a lot of the world is like that even as artists you're an artist so that means that you're not uh, responsible that you're lazy or that you're drunk um, there's a lot of uh, roles that people expect from different things, you know, instead of letting people be individuals. But I think you are not typical artist as well. No. From I, the beginning, I think you are. I don't get you, along with them very, you, you, very well. Also, also, I think <laughs> I, I make them angry. <laughs> I guess you are kind of artist slash business. You are very uh, smart on business as well. You have the maybe because you are 32, 33, I'm right? I'm 31. Yeah, 31. So you are yeah. this generation is super young. So you. Kind of the I'm new super young. yeah. I guess as art, we ex <laughs> for me, I expect I the artist is gonna be like fifty, like with beard, like the white hair, you know. Well, I will be one day. But <laughs> <laughs> Not of artists, they're very, very like uh, when they achieve something, you see they are fifty, sixty years old. The older, the better. That's well, the best of your career. Uh, this yet. this trade is really great. You every year you grow, like for the programmers. Like if you are after 30, 40 years old, they think you are not quick enough, you you don't. But for the artist, it's opposite. Yeah, the, 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 the older you are, and then you're more value, more valuable. But it's um, it's a funny thing. It's While your art typically becomes better the more you do it, it does seem like a lot of artists about the age 55, they yeah. begin to get worse for yeah. whatever reason. Actually, not get, better. Get worse? worse? Really? Yeah, I thought it was yeah. more recognition. Or no, more maybe respect. More, maybe more, more respect, but yeah. I'm talking about the, the skill, the meritocracy, not the, what the humans think about yeah. them. But um, what the humans think about them changes from year to year, and it's independent of how good your art is that yeah. year. For example, last year I had a tremendous, ridiculously fantastic year. That is like, you can't even believe it. Uh, this year, ugh. And uh, this year, I'm definitely not a worse painter than last year, but it's just how how the culture is going, like, what's the economy. It's a, it doesn't necessarily have to do with how well you're doing. And what's hard for me is to not take it personally and to just understand that the world is complicated. Or let's say your restaurant, now you have higher supply costs. 
maybe you're going to feel like, oh, I'm a loser because my restaurant doesn't make as much profits. At least that's sometimes how I feel. Like if I don't produce as much For me it's money, I feel bad. But the, it's not entirely up to us. And the world is a little complex and yeah. how the economy is and how the humans are. You can't control that. So over time, you're going to get better at what you do. And over time, people will give you more recognition. But what's difficult is that from year to year, like people that have jobs, you're going to get paid uh, more every year. Yeah, yeah. And that's just what's going to happen. But when you're a self-employed artist, you're going to make so much money one year. And you're going to be like, oh, I've arrived. I've made it. I'm a big boy now. Uh, are, are you proud of me, dad? Uh, stuff like that and then next year you're like oh, I'm gonna do the same but more I'm, I'm arrived I'm here now and then next year comes and, like, <laughs> and you have to be able to deal with that which is kind of the difficult part of being self-employed right now you are I guess you are at a really good spot right in your life like you I like uh, you have several commissions every year and then like a lot of time you can do whatever you want yeah, I mean, no, last year's commissions I, uh, are good for the next yeah. three years. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. uh, this year, not so hot. I'm getting, it's a pretty, like, standard year. It's just at a certain point when you when you have a year where you accomplish, like, some level yeah. that was beyond what you thought yeah. you were going to get by a lot, yeah. you think that you've changed as a human and you're now a magical, like, unicorn person. Yeah. Uh and then the year after that, you have a normal year again. That normal year feels quite uh, shameful. Really dumb, really a bit. Like you kind of feel, yeah, you like, feel you like you should go up, right? Because you always have to, at least my psychology is, it always has to go up. Uh, and it has to go up by a lot. And if it doesn't, then I'm a bad person. Um, <laughs> it's the self-inflict <laughs> pressure. Yeah, yeah, and it, it works. It gets results over time. If you feel that way, you'll probably grow faster. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a bit funny. Uh, if you do really well one time, the next time you don't do that well, you're gonna feel a little stupid. So, but when you're uh, when you have a salary, you you don't your performance doesn't fluctuate yeah, yeah. anywhere. You know, it's just it's, you're fine. It, yeah. But how do you guys, like, uh, as artists, like, how do you get connected or with other, how do you get, uh, kind of, people find you or, like, how, do you have a special network or something, like, exhibition? Oh. Those are not so useful, at least to me. Like, um, I've started getting into uh, physical shows um, in um, 2020. And my uh, paintings were flying to America and costing a lot of shipping costs. <laughs> and nothing happens, really, from that. And all the success comes from online. The social media, maybe. It's people in my direct messages on Instagram. And what's really unbelievable, what I failed to recognize years ago when uh, Instagram first came out, I was like, oh, it's a child's thing. It's what I think about TikTok now, but I'm probably wrong. So I was like, oh, it's a child's play. It's useless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I didn't take it seriously. Yeah. But I still don't use TikTok. <laughs> I, I know. Like I, yeah. I can't. But I know I'm wrong, but I can't. But you, you're like, oh, it's just kids. Well, it's not just kids. You, get D, you can yeah. DM a celebrity. Yeah. Like, there's some rappers that I like. Yeah. And I just message them. Yeah. And because I have a little bit of followers and because I paint... Yeah. 
uh, an okay amount of the time to actually answer and we can have a conversation, which is a really incredible opportunity that you could never have before. So if you don't perform well, it's your fault, I feel like. Uh, yeah, with, especially with your, you kind of speak, like the, the products speak for yourself, right? It's amazing. Yeah. All it's the, the stuff you produce. Thank you. Just unfortunately, it has no practical utility in the way that food or yeah. doing science does. Um, I actually think science is a much more useful pursuit than uh, being an artist. Uh, I find artists to be... Um, non-useful uh, members of society yeah. to be honest i always think or art, less useful the art is the the art is the i always say it's like a lubrication of the society because lubrication. lubrication is kind of like gears you have to have lubricant otherwise the fraction will be too much that be, between the people art is not logical but the science is logical is the efficiency the lowering the cost of production Everything is logical, but that's for the society, the technology, but not for the art. But you need art. Art is not like something you need to paint, like handle two paints a day, three paints a day. So that's not efficiency. It's not like uh, very logical, but it's expression. This kind of the expression to have this kind of uh, it's very random, like recognition or some you have the, the, the some stuff. People just like your stuff. It's not like uh, by kind of you cannot grade them by things. That's the I mean, beauty of the. Art. I I can grade it based on yeah. my own preferences. Yeah. In fact, I'm literally grading it's, as a judge in a contest. Yeah. I'm literally grading, okay. but everybody has different preferences, and it's hard for it's, somebody it's like very me subjective. to understand. Yeah, yeah, I hate that. It's. Uh, I think I'm like more of a, a science person, or maybe I'm a little bit. Like autistic or something. Yeah, but that's why you're saying uh, you. I'm saying that you're a little bit artist slash business. You you have the you have the idea of the lo lot of logic behind. Yeah, like in my mind, it's hard for me to believe that art is uh, subjective because in my view, it's like yes, people have different opinions, but some people are more wrong than other people. Yeah. So in the end, it kind of to me it feels objective. But that's because I'm coming to it from a realist yeah. painter. Like I don't do modern art. Like yeah is I'm a realist painter and then there the metrics are more clear yeah. about how you're going to evaluate oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the difference. That's some people they have the abstraction or the Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah. I don't want to understand. I don't want to have anything yeah, yeah. to do with that. So uh, for me when I look at realist art and I I collect art also. Yeah. Every year since I started being an artist, uh, I've bought paintings from other people okay. because I'd find it quite strange if you're an artist or you're something something you expect people to trade you money for rectangles with paint on them if you if you want people to be willing to do that to you it would make sense that you have to believe in that behavior yeah. so you have to do the same so I'm actually quite <laughs> suspicious of artists that don't collect art I find that to be uh, suspicious so I've been collecting art and when I do it I, there's a couple of paintings I got this year where I don't um, I don't quite remember the name of the artist I don't care really but I just I like the art I like the price we made a transaction I don't remember their name uh, because for me it's uh, it's a very objective 
this is good, this is not, I don't care if like a turtle, okay, if a turtle made it, it would be more impressive. So, okay, that's a bad example. Okay, if I, literally an animal made it, it would be cooler. Uh, but outside of that, it doesn't matter to me who made it or how famous they are, how many followers they have or don't have or what gallery or what, the, what magazine worked yeah. with them or not, I, I really don't care. Um, but what I find with the most people is that they get affected by those things. It's yeah. like, oh, this but you are more focused on the techniques or something, or the, or the, or yeah, the. yeah, yeah, yeah. But how do you? Yeah, but for unfortunately, too much focused on the technique, I would say. Yeah, yeah that's I, I always think like you kind of have the business side of that thing. You are. If well, you it's are, a limitation of yeah. mine is I have this logical problem where yeah. uh, I'm very focused on the technique and yeah. I don't think about like the subject. I don't want to express yeah. some like thought or some philosophy yeah. uh, in my painting. I'm comfortable expressing what I think and talking like how yeah. we're doing now, but I don't feel that artists need to do that with their artwork. And I also are you painting a face the one day? <laughs> Yeah, like, uh, why? Manifesto. <laughs> no, but they do that. That's, uh, I think in the mainstream society, people think, like, oh, artists, it means you have to, like, comment on culture or something. Yeah. I'm okay to comment on culture with my mouth, but yeah, if I'm painting something, I'm trying to make a useful object for you to enjoy. Okay. And your enjoyment of the object that I'm making shouldn't be about me expressing my uh, personal opinions it should be something that i do for you so that you can like it and that you can hang it and you can give me lots of money to do yeah. that so i don't understand this whole like artists are like the expressors of culture like first of all who are artists they're not they're like not educated well they're not like what why do they even get to are, are they like lawyers political scientists are they presidents like why do they even get to uh, exactly. have opinions anyway they are not <laughs> that, that's like that, what qualifies me to that's, decide that's not, how society should work that's not the strong point, actually. Like the singers, a lot of famous singers, they have a lot of political views, but that's, they have the, the right to express their views, but a lot of time they are not close to the reality, a lot of time, because they're not good at that sometimes. Just because you're good at making uh, Chinese food doesn't yeah. make you a good sniper. Yeah, exactly. It's two different jobs. Exactly. Yeah. It's not, yeah. uh, so, but, but I am comfortable expressing myself with my mouth, like as yeah. humans, yeah. but I just think if you're trying to make some artwork, you're trying to do a useful service for people, yeah. and it doesn't seem to be very useful to me to, uh, like what's popular, especially in Canadian art, like what's popular in like the, the, the hip art yeah. way is to criticize society and how it's all wrong and yeah. how like... It needs to be different, but only in one way. There's, there's only one way that it's wrong. It's not like, <laughs> because I can criticize society, but not my way. My way is not the right way. Yeah. Um, and it's all about like complaining and saying this is all not right yeah. and we have to change it and I'm going to change it. Say you're making yeah. me Chinese food, which you are. You're not like part of the dish. You don't give me my diced chicken and then tell me how like, my society is wrong and how I have to change it. Because that's not your, your service is to give me the food and then I eat it and then I'm happy, right? Yeah. So I feel like art is just a, a service. It's a strange one, not a very useful one. Uh, but let's try to make it a little more useful by making pleasant things that people can enjoy. 
and let's not, you know, shame them or criticize culture or them, you know? Exactly. But on the technical side, I think, like, when you, it's always fascinating, like, when you paint, like, a, a person, at the beginning was nothing, and then at the end, like, Everything come together, come out together like a puzzle. Is that like a big planner? Like you guys all plan like a big picture? Like it's like you could be a, all these artists, like when you do that technique, techniques, like it's like have first layer of something, second layer of something. Will that be like a three mention, five mention thing or? It really depends on the artist. So people have different brains. Uh, for example. I think you guys have really oh, no, weird brains. Within artists, we have different brains inside the group of artists so for example my friend alex who's a great painter here in montreal as well uh, when he starts an artwork he has a brain that he starts with a very tight and careful drawing so if you were to watch let's say if he made a video you would see him do the lines and it would be clear what's going to happen pretty much right from the start and then he'll build on it over time my brain is more messy and more like I'll figure it out later, risk-taking brain, you know? And so that means I start, like, I just rub in yeah, the color approximately where it is, and then as I go along, I try to use what skill I have to fix it and to, like, keep it together. So it's, like, a highly uncontrolled, like, by-the-seat-of-your-pants type of painting. Yeah. Other artists are not... But at the end, it's, like it came out great. Like, oh, how do you guys do, but if you put a one stroke, it's bad, like, you don't have a eraser to, okay, this is the bad one, so you come up with something to, to cover it or something? Oh, in oil painting, yeah. you, you have a lot of room for uh, going over the thing, fixing. Worst comes to worst, you take a palette knife, you scrape some paint off. Um, so oil paint is great for my type of brain, which yeah. is the start messy and figure it yeah. out and hope it's going to turn out okay. Right. Uh, there's other things like watercolor where my friend's brain is required because watercolor, you don't. Once you put a paint, yeah. uh, watercolor is a thing where to show a lighter color, like let's say white, you actually have to leave the paper showing, and the watercolor stains the paper darker. So you can't undarken paper, which means that anything you do is the final thing that is going to be. It's not reversible. Uh, which makes watercolor the most dangerous and the most intense and like gangster. Mm -hmm. uh, which is funny because usually it's like old ladies and aunts and stuff yeah. that take up watercolor because they think it's cute. But what's funny is that watercolor is not cute. It's actually the most ruthless yeah, very... and Genghis Khan type of <laughs> like unforgiving, brutal medium yeah. that old ladies just love. But the right paint for old ladies is actually oil paint because that you can do anything. You can solve. You, you have a chance to correct. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So if somebody is uh, starting out, uh, I would actually recommend to take up oil paints, which is the opposite of the advice that Canadians would give, because okay. they're like, "Oh, oil paints the most expensive medium. It's complicated." It's complicated, but it also gives you the chance. It has all the possibilities in it, yeah. whereas watercolor is contained in a less possibilities in there, more specialized. You guys are amazing. You have this. Have you have you seen the the, the the mural or something on a wall? That kind of a graffiti thing, but they kind of put a mural or something. Where, like the wall, like those kind of artists. Oh. Who's that? The, what, 
Alex painted on the on the wall. Oh, yeah, oh the the mural mural thing. Yeah, yeah, I like the the Cohen mural painting there in Saint Denis. Quite yeah. good. There's a in Australia. There's a guy on the Instagram Lush something. That guy got like almost half, uh, almost a million followers on the mm -hmm. on the Instagram. He always paint the mural. Like amazing the. Because uh, his account got all tons of that stuff. Yeah, because graffiti art and all that type yeah. of stuff is quite popular. Yeah. Like, there's an artist called Alec Monopoly, and um, he's terrible. And what he does, he just paints the Monopoly yeah. man with money. Um, and he doesn't paint it like with like different colors. It's all just like cartoon style and yeah. very spray paint, very fast. But because art is subjective, apparently. Uh, the humans, they they look at the art and they determine what does it what does it say about me if I am to like it. So let's say when somebody like Alec Monopoly does the Monopoly Man, it has yachts and cars and stuff. I think it makes the buyer feel like they're rich or something yeah. because it has dollar <laughs> yeah. signs in it. Whereas, which is kind of a very direct way of thinking. Whereas I feel like before the quality of the art would make you yeah. feel rich but now it's like you literally put the dollar sign in the thing so humans have become quite simple that yeah, way yeah. very direct and also you mentioned the nft that thing is very trendy uh, yes i was it's, fighting it's, against it but i give up and i'm doing it but so. the, for the artists, that's well, almost a bad thing right now. I guess it's really good to artists right now. They can sell their stuff quite easily. It's quite strange because uh, me being, unfortunately, a logical person, I, yeah. I had a lot of confusion about NFT. Yeah. But I said, you know what, it, however I feel about it has nothing to do with if the people like it. So I uploaded yeah. some NFTs and I actually sold a bunch. Yeah. And... Um, a good portion of this year's income was actually thanks to NFTs. Yeah, NFT. I, uh, and what's cool yeah. about it is when I saw an oil painting, yeah. that means I'm Just, going to UPS, I'm, uh, I'm shipping it, It's they're going to break it on the way there, and I lose the painting because the client... But you just need to send. You can just send a picture or something. Yeah, with NFT, yeah. you don't. Just you, you don't. Since you're selling them nothing, yeah. you're losing nothing. But yeah. They're <laughs> selling you Ethereum, so it's actually a very good system for the artists. It's just yeah, exactly. I had a lot of problems yeah. with it because I'm not used to um, selling people nothing in exchange for money. Like when I have a client, and it's they a want write a of yeah. It's a it's a, it kind of a write of. Uh, I just felt like I was robbing people, I guess. <laughs> but uh, they, because usually, let's say somebody gets a commission, I work really hard to do what they want, to make, like I say, it's yeah. any other family member, to make them happy, send it, they have the thing. And I would pride myself in that the client yeah. is happy with what happened yeah. and they're happy with the money they spent. But with NFTs, it's, uh, it's felt a bit <laughs> gross because yeah. I felt like. I'm facilitating somebody making a mistake. That's like a, it's the same, like a cryptocurrency, the same thing, <laughs> cryptocurrency. But look, people made a lot of money on yeah. these things. Yeah. And, uh, you know, instead of being confused about it, yeah. I actually decided to give up and I'm making an NFT collection uh, that I'll release under a different name so I can yeah. not feel so bad after. <laughs> um, 
and I've been working on it now for uh, two weeks every day. Uh, and honestly, it's whether or not I agree with it, this is now the most effective way to sell art at this particular second. I, I think, yeah. I think will, so. will it be six months from now? I don't think so. I think it's going to crash. But right now it is. And my job is to respond to how the world works instead of be confused okay. about it all the time. So this is currently how the world works. So I'm doing what the world says. That's very practical. It's me, like you're doing business. Like <laughs> every day, I need to think about my business, how the business survive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if that's what they want, look, it's it's easier for me. It's just it feels weird. Oh, who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. I have a friend. He bought an NFT for two thousand bucks US. He sold it for eighty thousand bucks just two months later. Worked for him. So you yeah. can't complain. It looks like it's so, gonna stay for a while, actually. The NFT uh, because I'm I working IT. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I guess like uh, I work in IT. I follow that kind of this trend. Like NFT is a is a big thing, especially for the the, the people doing the art. So they can sell easily. It's crazy. They'll sell it. There's a picture of a boat that got sold for six hundred fifty thousand US dollars. It makes the whole prospect of having a job yeah. seem uh, kind of uh, really. Yeah. You don't don't encourage people having a. No, I, I think it's having a job is a massive scam. I can't believe anybody does it. It's a terrible deal. I've made much more money doing what I love doing than I've ever made having a job. In fact, I made more money than the president of my company, at which I worked, doing what I love. You can sell pictures of boats now. It's it's a world of opportunity, and you better take it. That's how I feel. About yeah, it. it's amazing. Actually, like, what's your plan now? Like, uh, you you still live in Montreal, right? Yes. And how do you think of Montreal? Like, <laughs> I don't uh, like it. I really, I don't like. That's too honest. <laughs> Oh, okay. I like it's okay. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, it, it's not my type of thing. I really like the restaurants here, but uh, I'd like to live in a more ambitious city that has more. Because Montreal, like you said, it's a relaxing, yeah. easy, like the rent is reasonable yeah. type of city, which is great. Yeah. But I feel like as a young person, that's not necessarily the stage of life yeah where exactly. that would be what i prioritize so i wanted for and Sal and i to go check out dubai and uh, see how it is in dubai the other benefit is you don't have to pay taxes there which uh will be quite useful over yeah, the yeah. years like when you you don't think about it until one year you do really well and then the amount of taxes i paid is more than i made in having a job yeah i've paid just the taxes part is more than the job, the job I had, itself, yeah. which is you, you just never believe you never like your brain didn't believe that that's gonna happen mm -hmm. to you but one day if you behave correctly it will happen to you and then i think it'll be best to uh, protect that yeah. money and go to dubai and then you can invest it into stocks and then grow that money and then you can have a good future so i'd like to um, check out Dubai, I'm not sure if Ansal does, but what she wants is uh, very important as well. So. That's amazing. Uh, you have a really lovely couple and uh, 
you were in the, I guess you were in the camera as well, or you sit there. Yeah. Probably you were, yeah, you were in, double check. That's amazing. Yeah. And uh, something else to add? Like, uh, thank you for coming. It's amazing. Oh, like, uh, know a little bit more art now, <laughs> a little bit more painting. Well, I'm a strange person to learn about art from. I think if you got other artists, you'd have a different. But for sure, you speak your mind. That's amazing. Really amazing. Um, you speak your I mind. I think, honestly, I'm a little retarded, so I don't know how to not do that. I think if I was smarter, I would know how to not speak my mind. I just don't know how. <laughs> That's really all it is. That's a true album. <laughs> thank, you for, uh, thank you for coming. Thank my you. pleasure. Yeah. You want to have more food or something? Well, I'm full. It was very good. Okay, great. We wrap up here. Thank you guys for thank watching. You. Thank you. And thank, thank you, you for inviting us. Thank you, Pavel. Uh, the, the last name? Sokov. Sokov. Why Russian always cough, cough, like everything cough. Did you know sock means and juice? Suki. Really? Juice of, yeah, juice. It's an unfortunate last name, not the best. Great, thank you. <laughs> thank My you pleasure. again, thank you.